Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. The ring light situation that you have is great. It's very warm. Mine is cold. Well, I look like hell, but that's I just have not slept this week. And welcome to the Calm Down podcast. I, my sleeping has not been good. I'm with you. And I'm normally a really good sleeper. I'm having a tough time too. I don't know. We've got to figure that out. My problem is Jared's had a little bit of... Fl- well, last night he had a little bit of phlegm in his throat. And mm-hmm. I don't know how in the middle of the night when he sleeps, he can still clear his throat. So every five seconds he was like... <clears throat> and I was like, I can't do this. So finally... I turned on the light, not loudly or, you know, meanly, but I just turned it on and he woke up and he's like, what's going on? I grabbed my pillow. I grabbed the charger. I grabbed my water. And I said, I love you very much, but I am going to the room across the way. I don't want you to wake up and wonder if I'm mad at you or like whatever, but I just need some sleep. And he's like, I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'll take some NyQuil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, go to bed. We're good. Nope. Um, go to sleep. I think I got maybe six hours, which isn't enough. And then at 6.45, the dog came in crying that mommy wasn't in the right room. And what are you in here? So yeah, anyways. And then you how, played the song, Let Me Clear My Throat. Well, Da-na-na-na-na-na. How? And then he came in and he goes, sorry. And I know I look like hell. And I go, did you sleep well? And he goes, yeah, I slept great. Great. Because <laughs> I could hear you clearing your throat from the other side of the room. Like, I awesome. mean, get this guy a lozenge. Yeah. Uh, well, how was your week, girl? You had Sunday off. Didn't I had you? Sunday but, yeah. off. It was great. Um, good time. And now I am about to be on the week from hell. But other than that, it's going to be great. We have two great games coming up. We have Packers at Arizona, undefeated Arizona. And then we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at New Orleans. So it'll be a really good week. I know it's very busy for you, but an incredible week. You're going to sit down with Kyler Murray and... 
Tom Brady. Yeah, we're excited. I'm trying to lay it all out as we speak here. And just unfortunately, breaking news all over the place with first what we thought defensive coordinator Joe Barry out. And now poor thing, Devontae Adams out. So the ever evolving news cycle here, people. Well, I'll tell you about someone that's always reporting the news with a twist. Pat McAfee, he's our guest today on the Calm Down podcast. Aaron and I both love him uh, because we aspire to be like him. He just says whatever he wants, when he wants, and everyone loves him. He's a guy that you put in the middle of a room and people just gravitate towards. He's the host of the Pat McAfee Show, which is on Sirius XM and YouTube, Monday through Friday, 12 to 3. And so we're excited to talk to him. We both went on his show over the last few weeks and he's hysterical. So we'll look forward to that. I want to be him. You want to be him? I do. I like how he can just say whatever he feels and uh, people roll with it. It's perfect. I just like a black tank top and a chain. That's what I want to aspire to be is the guy that can put that on. Mm -hmm. Why not? Okay. So your week then we're going to start in Arizona, right? So you leave, uh, I know I'm always asking you your schedule, but I think that sometimes, you know, our listeners enjoy hearing about this from you. So you will leave for that Tuesday. You leave tomorrow. I don't know. It's just going to be a long week on the road. I was kind of hoping to get there on Wednesday morning, but you know, your biggest fear when you sit down with these guys and fly in the day of is that there'll be a plane delay or something. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to leave Tuesday night, which is kind of a bummer because I, you needed one more night in your own bed, maybe who, if I wasn't kicked out because somebody was coughing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'll leave Tuesday, then do the game on Thursday night, then try to figure out, does anyone have a plane? Does anyone want to fly me from Arizona to Tampa? Terry Bradshaw? Um, yeah, well, I think I'm going to get on the phone with Bill Richards right after this and try to plan it out. Well, I know. Because then I got to do, yes, I'm fortunate enough to get Mr. Brady on Friday and then got to get to New Orleans. So yeah, it'll be busy, but it'll be great. So for someone like you who sat down with Brady a number of times now, are mm-hmm. you, where are your line of questioning? I know Joel, our producer, right? I'm assuming Joel's doing this yep. one with you. Yeah. So Joel's one of our future producers that sits down and does these amazing interviews with you. But do you know in your head, like the line of questioning that you want or how do you try to differentiate the interviews when you've sat with the same person a few times? I mean, I remember Peter Schreger saying this to me. One of the hardest things about covering Tom Brady right now is trying to figure out something new to say to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just had the chance to be on a podcast with him and hear a bunch of broadcasters ask him questions. And he had just awesome answers about his entire career and his life and all that. So I don't know. Joel and I need to talk. We have to sit down with Kyler Murray first and then we'll figure out Brady. But yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, what, we're at the halfway point of the season. Yeah, heading uh, into week eight now. I'm seven and now one, 600 touchdowns, 602. It's just, it's potential MVP of the season. I mean, this guy is just unbelievable. So Very busy. Um, I know I need to take his sleeping powder tonight to help me sleep better. He's got a sleeping powder? He does. And it's unbelievable. And I've taken it before. The TB12 brand has it. And I will tell you this. It knocks you out so hard. I was having dreams about my high school boyfriend. Oh my God. how insane the sleeping powder is. That sounds like a nightmare for me. I told Alex Guerrero, his trainer, about it. I was like, Alex, this thing is unbelievable. (laughs) I was having like crazy (laughs) high school dreams. And he was like, oh yeah, it's pretty, that magnesium in him. It's like a chair magnesium. It's unbelievable. I'm going to take it tonight. Oh my gosh. Wait. So if you have a dream like that, do you tell Jared that you have a dream like that? I tell Jared everything. I, this is unbelievable. So Thursday night we had our game. uh, Where were we? Cleveland. I got two hours of sleep, then slept on the plane. So I was exhausted Friday night when I went to bed. I went out with a couple of my girlfriends and we had a good time. 
I fell asleep hard when I got home. Fell asleep hard that I woke up in the middle of like, you know, my sleep. And I woke up and I thought I was still on the road. And I looked over and I was like, who is this person in bed with me? I'm on the road. <laughs> no, you did not. I did. I told Jared. He goes, uh, okay. And I was like, <laughs> I was so panicked. I was still in a hotel. And I'm like, who's in bed with me? I know that you had a good time because I was texting you and you wouldn't text me back. Then I was like, wait, is she okay? Like there's a certain amount of time with yeah. certain friends that goes by. And if you haven't heard from if them, then, then four hour dinner. Like, now I'm worried. I know. I was like, just send me a white flag and let me know that you're okay. Good for you. By the way, that's a rare Friday night you get to go out in town. I'm trying to be a better friend to my girlfriends here that I lose touch with for like six months that aren't involved in football. Jacqueline Quick, Heather, um, all those girls. So yes, I said, there's nobody I'll put leather pants on and fancy shoes on two hours sleep than those girls. So we went, we had a four hour dinner we were going to potentially get me a tattoo of a bear or number 28 Ooh. somewhere on my body or do a second piercing. But thank God the dinner went so long, we didn't even, you know, go down that path. You don't have any tattoos, right? Not a tattoo. And I don't even have a double piercing in my ear. Because oh we know gosh. how bad my ears hurt. Also, thought of the Calm Down podcast. And after this, let's get to Pat McAfee. Cleveland, there was a whipping wind around First Energy Stadium. I had the hair in a ponytail. We've discussed what happens to my ears when it's cold. I thought about the Calm Down podcast. I almost did a freaking IG for it. <laughs> my ears hurt so bad, but I didn't want to put on the toque. It was miserable. And we're not even like in the cold part of the season. Pat McAfee is coming up next. Yeah, yeah. And you and I are going to talk about piercings and tattoos on our next podcast. Yes. But more starting actually with Pat McAfee when we come back. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. 
Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Pat, you were kind enough to have both Aaron and I on your show within the last two weeks. Yeah, we both had a time. My favorite, though, is that you led with the intro of mine from a Wikipedia page. So here's your intro. You're a businessman, sports analyst, podcaster, professional wrestler, and former football punter. Am I missing anything? I mean, there's probably a couple different titles I could have thrown in there if I really wanted to nitpick, but that was an amazing intro. You crushed well, it right there. Well, look, I mean, we don't have time to, to list it all, but uh, he is Pat McAfee of the famed Pat McAfee show. No one's a bigger fan of yours than Aaron and I. Tease and peas. I mean, she taught me about the tease and peas. I was late to the game on it, but I'm all in now. Hey, we didn't necessarily, I don't think we created tease and peas, but we have mastered it. It is... T's and P's answers every single negative, potential, awkward situation you want to get yourself out of when you're talking live on a microphone. It is, hey, T's and P's, I want the best for whoever. T's and P's, whatever's going on. I mean, obviously, that can help there. But I am a massive fan of you guys. So thank you for coming on the show. Very nice of you to say those things. And thank you for the invite here. My wife, massive fan of this show. So this is huge. Where is Samantha right this minute? She's probably in her office. She runs a foundation called Further Brand. Uh, which raises yeah, money to help families kind of pay for canine cancer treatments because our dog, Valerie, who's half pit bull, half Sharpay, uh, she's she's my baby. Like, I love this dog. This dog is literally my baby. It's the first animal I think I've ever actually connected with. Feels like she potentially likes me just as much as she likes her mom, too. So it's like one of those things. And she got diagnosed with cancer and obviously... I was like, yeah, we're going to do whatever. And then they gave me the prices for how much it was. Yes. And Sam and I were both like, if this was when we were growing up, her with her parents, me with my parents, we would have never been able to afford this. This is a whole different mm. story. So she created an entire foundation with a couple of her girls. And that's what she's doing right now is just trying to continue to build that thing. She's Aww. the best. She's awesome. Give Valerie's us whatever you need. Home. We'll promote it. We are dog moms. We don't yeah, have look, kids yet. Are you kidding? There's mine right there. Mine's over here. Oh, you can't oh, really see. Up. There he is. Howie. A, sh- a shepherd and a husky. Aaron's got the uh, Ralph Lauren dog. I do. Golden Retriever. But he acts like an asshole sometimes. So he had to go to <laughs> Caesar Milan, you know? Wait. So yesterday, this is Aaron and I spend our Sundays texting back and forth, whether she's working a game or I'm doing in-game updates. Uh, we're good at multitasking. But yesterday, she was sending me some incredible stuff from you. So you're set up to watch games. Wait, what's your pup's name? Uh, Valerie. I have a corgi named Chuck, but Valerie is the uh, 
the, the chosen one. The- yeah. Okay. So Valerie was in the shot, right? She sits there in her little bed watching games. That with was you. unbelievable. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. where you've done many things, right? You are a natural at the, just give you a subject and you can run with it. And that is not easy to do. When did you know that you were going to be good at this whole TV hosting, radio, all of it? Well, that's very nice of you. I'm not 100% sure that there are some days where I sound like an absolute stooch when I'm talking. No, I you mean, don't. Is, no. Hey, Aaron, I get myself, and I don't know if this happens to you guys because you're so professional. Our show is not, our show is not blocked out. Right. There's ideas of potential things that we could talk about. And the boys, that's why the boys are so talented. They can just keep up with whatever. Right. And I'm just it's basically just the diaries of almost like a madman while I'm doing the show. And there's sometimes where I get lost. I mean, I'm deep into something. (laughs) I'm like, how did I get here? How the hell do I get out of here? But I've just I've always enjoyed conversation. I've always been incredibly curious too. naturally. I'm a very curious person. And I'm also like one of the most basic humans of all time. If I like something, there's a really good chance that a lot of people like it. If I think something tastes good, there's a really good chance that a lot of people enjoy the taste of it as well. So I'm like incredibly lucky. I'm incredibly curious. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like to think of myself as not that intelligent, but I'm pretty observant. And my memory is pretty solid. So you kind of piece all those things together. I still remember what it's like to be a fan of people that talk and listen and shows and things like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm trying to talk to my friends whenever I'm on the show because my friends and I are a dumb group of people. So you have to explain a lot of things. <laughs> no, you're not. But it's, it's one of those things where I've been very, very lucky for the experiences, what I'm potentially good at. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm very, very lucky. But I appreciate that compliment coming from you. And you, Aaron, because uh, you guys are two of the goats in this whole thing. You're very sweet. We know we're just old, but it's just gay. Oh, no, no, no. Hold no, no, you no, up no. and let you rip. Tom hey. Brady is made looking old. Damn good. I'm over that old shit. I don't care anymore. Aaron, you <laughs> killed us. I thought I gave you a great intro, too. Carissa, I, I don't know if you heard it. I gave Aaron. Oh, God. Aaron, that was Aaron, Aaron doesn't want to be, um, you know, under the spotlight. She's good in it, but she doesn't like it. I like it. I'm like, do we have anything else? Do we have any more time for some intros? Ah. Hey, by the way, speaking of some stat lines on one another, you're May 2nd. We're May 4th. You we need are? To have a, oh. We need to have a joint birthday party, Cinco de Mayo style. We have the same birthday. You're on the 2nd. I think we need to make this happen. Sponsored by Don Julio. Yeah. Hey, I'm oh, in. Hey, 42 I am on in. it. Hey, I'm sorry I missed all your guys' birthdays, by the way. I've been celebrating mine so hard. Like, by the time May 4th comes, I'm normally passed out. Happy birthday. I missed a lot of them. I we were going to talk to you that. about that. That's all yeah. May I, is a great month to be born. May stubborn asses. We're stubborn. Mm-hmm. I got so mad at my mom, well, later on in life when I started drinking heavily, that she couldn't <laughs> hold me in for the 5th. Because I'm like, how kick-ass would it have been to have a Cinco de Mayo birthday? I was born... 111 in the morning on May 4th. So she couldn't hold me in so fast, so quickly. Her labor, everything was. I was almost born in the Dotson of my parents' car. It was a quick, quick, she's in, she's out delivery. That my dad said if I was a boy, it was either going to be Yaz or Dotson. So there was no way she was holding me in. Do you have a good delivery story? Because like May babies are crazy. Well, so uh, by the way, great to hear that. That year wasn't a long labor. You know what I mean? That, that is great. Season That's all if it had been, you know? Hey, season peas that are long labors out there. I've heard it is tough out there. And hopefully one day my wife and I will be able to have a, a child and I'll be blessed with that. My kid will be a nightmare. 
for sure. I am very scared of what my child is potentially going to be a demon out there. Um, the only thing that's ever said about my labor is that my head was just so like, I have a very large cranium, extra large helmet in the NFL, big hats. We're talking big. I guess my mom always, I don't, I don't, I don't really wear fitted. It's big. It's like seven and something eights, whatever it is. Kevin who Kevin Mensch with the Rangers back in the day when I worked baseball for ESPN. Uh, he was like a seven and a half. It was like one of the biggest heads out there. Yeah. Large cranium on me. And my mom says that it's been this way since birth. So it's never talked about in a glowing light, my birth. It's always yeah. like when I came into the world, it's always like, hey, that was a painful day. And everything changed that day, but it's great. I love my parents. I was born in McGee's Women's Hospital in Pittsburgh. Of course. Um, I think it Sally. came out Is of Is it your mom's name, Sally? Yeah, Sally's an angel. Cutie. What a great name. Like, Sally, Aaron and I love the movie Steel Magnolias, and I just immediately think of Sally Fields. And any woman named Sally is just a sweet little angel. Well, Sally Ann McAfee, I mean, she is a sweet little angel, but she does hold grudges. I mean, she, 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 you want to get into it? Huh? No, I'm just teasing. I said, you want to get into it? I want to hear what's her biggest grudge she holds against you besides the size of your head? Well, against me, I don't know. Her, me and my mom are good. We have been good for like the last 15 years. You know, there was a time there though where we hated each other. She hated me. I was very hateable. I understand that as yeah. I was trying to go through my entire high school life and existence. But were you a bad kid? Really Why? Well, were you like that, a partier or were you rebelled or you just, you know, questioned authority? Why were you bad? Yeah, me and uh, me and authority, not really necessarily the greatest. I, my peers always seem to like yeah. me. Teachers, okay. principals cops, you name it. There's always seemed to be a little bit of a disagreement here because I would like to talk about why they feel the way they feel Mm -hmm. and why I feel the way I feel. I just so happen to be a nine or a 10 year old who's probably shouldn't be giving my, you know, my opinions on situations. So my mom had to deal with a lot of that. I had a, I had a cigarette sales operation going in fifth grade where I would buy cigarettes for 25 cents and sell them for 50 cents. And I almost got expelled and sent to boarding school for that. I mean, my mom had to answer a lot of questions for me. Hey, look, it doesn't her. say businessman on Wikipedia for no reason. Right. You know, how you do you think, think this, this guy's buying a plane already? Yeah. Bitch was so selling cigarettes mom, at age five. So my mom, I don't know how old you are in fifth grade. Is that, how old is that? Is that I in don't there? know. I think you're like 12. Yeah. Right? Cause yeah. Or 11, 12. Cause junior high, you start like 13, 14. I don't know. What do I know? I wanted extras. I just wanted extras. There was this grape juice that was came in this little, uh, I forget what it was. It tasted great. It was like 50 cents though. And it was an extra on top of lunch. And uh, my parents didn't make a lot of money, obviously, like a lot of people. And I didn't want to ask them for the extras every day because the, the lunch price was here's a buck, here's a buck, here's a buck. And I wanted extras. Everybody was eating it. So I started hustling and uh, I started selling cigarettes for like 25 cents a pop. I get them, I get 50 cents in return. And my, I was selling everybody seniors in high school, all the way down to sixth graders, you know, I was moving. And uh, so much so that I had a full cart. I actually moved all the way up to like a cart and I had a pretty good operation going. And then somebody ratted me out and, uh, snitches get stitches. But Sally, Sally went in there and said, isn't this a good thing though? Like, shouldn't we be, shouldn't we be potentially looking at the bright side of this? She had to go to bat for me, but not everybody felt that way. So I love my mom. She is sweet, but she, uh, she will hate people too, which is awesome. I think, I think that's I, good. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think you should be, I think you should be worried about someone that likes everyone, you know? They okay, don't like everyone. Give me yeah, a break. My mom always said this. Hey, Carissa, don't worry if people don't like you. You don't like everyone. I'm like, well, that's a fair point, Kathy. So I always say that because people get so upset whenever people say, 
say negative things on the internet. And I used to kind of get upset as well. But if you don't like me, there's a good chance I'm not going to like you. Like, so this is a good thing. We've kind of encountered each other. We've experienced each other. You don't like me. I don't know you. I hate you. Let's just keep it moving and have a good time. That is, it's a great way to view things. I'll tell you who likes you, Aaron Rodgers. So you're the envy of many because Aaron opens up to you different than he does most. And I know you guys both have a great relationship with him. And this is a relationship business. Why do you think that he's, or how did you guys develop such a rapport where he feels comfortable enough to open up to you differently than he would with most? I'm not sure. I'm I'm wild. No? I'm really, I have no idea. I'm very lucky. I think, I think everybody I talk to, knows that they're talking to somebody that is dumber than them, probably done something much worse than them, and also not setting them up. Like, I'm not trying to set anybody up, you know? And I think everybody knows that when they're coming to talk to me and my boys, it's like, hey, this is going to be a good time here. If we Mm -hmm. get into something, cool, but I'm not trying to set you up for any situation. And Aaron, he followed me on Twitter for a while. So as I was in the league, I tweeted a little bit and I had done some stuff on the internet here in little old Indianapolis and he had followed me for a while and it might've been because of what happened on NFL AM. I got a chance to go on NFL AM, which is on all the buildings. So I think a lot of people got introduced to me quickly, plus my Twitter account. So we had followed each other for a couple of years and then we got to meet at this golf outing down in the Bahamas. I was invited to play on his team against the NBA and we had like a uh, five, six hour rain delay down there. And we got a chance to really, you know, have a pretty good time. So we started drinking a little bit. We started sitting, having conversations. And as that conversations continued to go, I started to realize the depth that this dude has, the well thought out, how hilarity, the stories. And I told him, I was like, I know nothing about you. Like you're one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You're one of the most famous people on earth. I know nothing about you except for the stories that have kind of been said about you by a couple of people. I'm like, how come we don't get out and like say like this isn't true? You know, like why, why can't we do this? And he said, I never wanted to answer things because I'd be spending my entire day answering things that weren't right. And I was like, I just think at some point you should prove to people that you aren't this robot that everybody kind of mm-hmm. talks about. And then it kind of just one thing led to another. And then I got the incredible opportunity to chat with him with AJ, who's one of his best friends and the boys. And I know how lucky we are. I'm very thankful. He you won are. MVP last year too. What a joke. Yeah. What a joke. He's coming on every week, wins the MVP. Very, very lucky. You're very very humble. People are looking for him for to talk to him for answers about what happened this summer. And you get the interview. I, before I sit down with him, I'm listening to your podcast to try to prepare. I don't know if it was this year. I think it was last year that I, maybe it was this year. I don't know. We just started talking about you before the interview. And I'm like, this guy, like I just said, I'm so jealous of Pat. I want to be Pat. I want to drop an F-bomb on air. I want to <laughs> knock on wood. I don't, because then I'd lose my job and I never get that plane. Um, whoa, hello. And uh, <laughs> no, I just said he's the Andy Cohen of sports. He gets everybody. And I told you that, Pat, to be comfortable. We want to sit down and have cocktails with you and we want to talk about everything. And I'm just, I'm so jealous of that. I want to be like that. And uh, that's why I was so nervous about being on your show. I felt like you were a little nervous to have me on though, too. Like, I felt like you guys didn't know how much you could go there with me right oh, a little no. bit no, tiny no. no we had a legend on aaron you're a legend so what are you talking about we were obviously Gross. nervous for having an absolute oh, fucking legend on the show but with um everything you just said there was incredibly nice and i'm very very lucky that it feels like every time somebody comes on they're like cool you know like they're ready to come on we've had a couple interviews that were terrible I mean, who 
Okay, so Jerry Rice gave us top five worst conversation of all time. Really? Top Jerry's great. Worst. Why? Well, I've heard. I bet he is. But with us, he, it was, he was trying to push up. <laughs> I bet he is. We'll look forward to that. Yeah, Jerry rice Aroni. <laughs> he was trying to push rice Aroni or something like that. And it was... He said he was there, we wouldn't get the plug-in. So uh, he and we just didn't have a good connection. you know. And you can normally tell early. Pun intended. What, yeah, yeah. Whether we we're going to get in there. Um, Rondale Moore, who is unbelievable for the Arizona Cardinals this year. He was with the Purdue Boilermakers. He came on. It was very evident that he hated us. I mean, he Whoa. hated me and he hated the whole thing. It was like a, a I, I think it was like 45 seconds, maybe a minute long. I was like, all right, I'm fucking done with this. We're going to get out of here or whatever. But he's an incredible football player. So yeah. Wi-Fi cut out. We're very, very lucky. We're very, very lucky. And um, I appreciate those kind words because all I wanted to do was, you know, get into the networks. Like, that's all I wanted. When I retired, I had a pseudo agent reach out to Fox, ESPN, NBC, CBS. And at that point, I had about 750,000 followers on Twitter. I'd already done like a comedy tour. I had a show. I had a merch business. I'd kind of already done a lot of things. And everybody from the network said, we have zero interest. So, you know, after that, I go to Barstool. I stay in Indianapolis because I didn't want to move to New York. I got a chance to learn from them about how the internet goes. And I kind of break off and do my own thing. And it's like, I'm very fortunate, very, very fortunate. But it all could have been very different if like one network would have said, yeah, yeah, we'll put you on game six or something like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm very, very lucky for the journey, the ride, my boys and now we're getting a chance to maybe enjoy it a little bit, but it could all come crashing down with our dumb asses whenever. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials 
cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just going to say, like, in the world of cancel culture, you know, and Aaron and I talk about this all the time, where it's like, we're very open and candid about our lives, but it's like, how much do you want to say without somebody getting that? offended? Because everyone gets offended nowadays, but it's like, we can't authentically be ourselves. Do you worry about that? No, I feel really comfortable, especially in the, the world. Everybody knows everything about me at this point, basically. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've been very fortunate that my background has allowed me to experience a lot of different people's cultures and viewpoints. So, I mean, when I went to West Virginia University out of Plum High School to be a kicker, I got a chance to be teammates with guys from Compton, South Florida, and then deep in the hills of West Virginia. And then like a billionaire son was playing on the team. And I happened to get along with basically everybody. So I was invited back to cookouts and barbecues and things like that. So I got a chance to really see and experience why a lot of people might feel the way they feel about things. So I think I'm naturally more okay with people's opinions. Mm-hmm. So whenever you hear me talk about something that's serious or something that's in the real world as opposed to just the sports world, you almost, I almost am forced to say, I understand why you blah, blah, blah feels the way they feel. But in my eyes, this is kind yeah. of why it is. So I feel like I'm not really scared about anything that I say because I'm very comfortable with where it's coming from, which is a pretty open, understanding person that has got a very, very, very lucky opportunity to experience a lot of things that not a lot of people have gotten to experience. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's why I go in there. I mean, I'll smoke vitamins, you know, every once in yeah. a while. Yeah, uh, I'll go in there and I'll just have a good time because I know that where it's coming from isn't from a place of, like if it was to get down to it, and somebody was to start coming after me for something I said, I'm very comfortable with why I say what I say, how I feel the way I feel. Yeah. And uh, I'd be okay. It hasn't happened, but I'm, I'm pretty cool with, like, I understand some people aren't going to like me, but at least people understand why I feel the way I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the one person you want on to interview that you haven't had yet? Elon Musk. Really? I think he's an alien. Ooh. And I know Demi Lovato. to them a- if, you want, if you want it. No, I'm, I don't know. Aaron Andrews, I assume you and Carissa are both best friends with Elon Musk. Okay, but little old me out here. All right, little old me out here in Indianapolis. I see a human, allegedly, that has expedited. Tesla stock is up today, by the way, in case you're wondering. By the way, I, I was asked to do this read on my show with public, the public app, which is 
a social network for investing in stocks and things. People can follow who they can follow me as I make my choices for who I'm investing in. And it's not investment advice, but you can see who I'm investing in. And I'm not a stock market guy. I'm betting on me 10 times out of 10 before I send it into anything else like that in the world. But I made a rule for the public.com run uh, that I would just invest in aliens. So I was investing in Elon Musk. Okay, I'm going to invest in uh, Tesla. I invest in Rogan. He's an alien. All right, so I'm going to invest in Spotify. And Vince McMahon, there's another alien. I'm going to invest in WWE. So I just think there's some humans that are capable of doing shit that nobody else is that I'm going to invest in. But Elon is the guy at the top that I'd like to chit-chat about. because What would you ask him? He changed the world. I mean, Steve Jobs passed away. I got his quotes all over the place. And, and now, granted, terrible dad. I'm wearing his <laughs> outfit in memory of him. Or Elizabeth Holmes. We're not sure. You know, it's up for debate. Am I working at Fairnose? Am I not working at Fairnose? Am I an alien? I don't know. We'll get to that later. After Chris, the break, might I be, feel like one. <laughs> hey, from rodeo, from the rodeo to Fox NFL Sunday. How about, I mean, how about when I had to, how about when I actually said on your show, I was like, bareback, saddle, bronc, and bull riding. And I was like, just pull that quote out. And that's going to be a problem. I'm going to have to, you know, defend no, later. No, no, no. That went over. You know, our Tough listeners. cowboy. Hey, we got a lot of cowboys listening. So <laughs> we, we'll, we'll get our demographic is absurd. It's insane. The people that listen to our show, the range of people yeah. from political standpoints, ages, backgrounds, everything is very big. It's nice to be hopefully a spot that people can feel as if we're all in this together. We're going to listen to this stooge speak to people or whatever. That's how the fans feel. But Elon's a guy who's changed the world. Like Steve, Steve Jobs, you know, single-handedly changed the way the entire world operates. I think Elon Musk is another guy that has done that. I wish I could talk to Steve, but Elon's probably the guy. In the sports world, give me Jerry Jones, 10 times out of 10. Oh my God, I would love you to talk to him. We've got to make that happen. Hey, Aaron, um, by the time that this ours airs, I'm sure that, um, good English, ours airs. Uh, I'm sure Tom's will be out before the compilation. And if it's not, we'll just pull this part. But tell Pat what you guys just did. And then um, the question, the Peyton Manning thing, I think is so interesting. Oh, yeah. So I just got asked. And before you got on, I told Chris, I wish you had been on it because I feel like you would have, he would have just gotten a huge kick out of you and loved it. I'm going to tell the, on his podcast, Let's Go, they invited a bunch of broadcasters, anchors. I got on it. Um, and I took a lot. I'm a notes. I'm a geek. I take a lot of notes. I love this shit. So one thing he said, which, fuck, I just loved it. And I just die for it. Interceptions ruins his night. He could throw for eight touchdowns, but just one interception ruins his whole night. But what was the one thing? And then I'll get to the Peyton Manning. It was Manning the Peyton comment. Manning that he went back and watched games. I know, I know, I know. But hold on. Oh. I love the the whole thing, what drives And him. we're live. Okay. Dead air. Hello? Pursuit of perfection. He, he calls it what drives him still? The pursuit of perfection. It's a sickness. He's just, he said it's a little maddening. But um, Steve Young came on and that was amazing. And he talked about how that was his hero and all that. But he said he was just so interested in how people go about their craft. And he said every year at the end of the season, he would go back and watch every single Indianapolis Colts game and say to himself, what is Peyton doing that I'm not doing? I just love it. It's crazy, isn't it? And then you hear the stories of, and by the way, let's go also on uh, Sirius XM Channel to Mad Dog Sports Radio, I believe, which is a company that licensed our show as well, which is I, pretty sweet. I mean, that's a that's a good time. Jim Gray, right? Jim yeah. Gray, Larry mm-hmm. Fitz. That, there's been a lot of great quotes that have come out of that. 
Then you hear the stories about Tom and Peyton hanging out together, just those two together, like in Tennessee, and them having like basically a QB summit of, hey, we're on a different level than everybody. Nobody can really talk to us except for each other about the shit that we see. And them becoming like friends behind the scenes is insane. I was lucky to watch Peyton work. Even though it was very, very different position in both life and on the football field, watching him go about his craft and then how he would handle, you know, being a teammate while also knowing that he was the GM at the same time if he really wanted to cut somebody and then running the practice as a coach, but then also being a cool guy you want to drink a beer with. Watching him kind of handle life being Peyton Manning was much different than what Tom and him talk about. But for me, it was, it has done huge for me long haul. Uh, There's, there's some people that are incredibly impressive that I try to be a sponge around and Peyton was one of them. And the fact that he enjoyed how fast I could chug a beer. So I got a chance to fly with him to certain places was obviously awesome. That was obviously friends with planes is always awesome. I know that you have a lot of stuff to do, so we'll get you out of here in one second, but I love the story that you Take told. Take your time. Take your time. Thank you. So sweet. Um, the, the story that you told on Monday night football with him and Eli about the party that he, that Peyton has at his house and you went into the bathroom and yeah, the PMs on the napkins. I mean, that T's and P's. Tell, T's and tell, P's. tell the story again in case anyone missed it. Yeah, T's and P's to all those napkins. So there was a uh, Thanksgiving dinner that was if people weren't going back home or if they didn't have family right. in town. And I was young and I didn't have family. I was just living in an apartment, basically. And at that point, he had, um, I think he'd become a fan of me, potentially off the field, which is cool, you know, having a guy that is a living legend enjoy you and you know, I got to be in some rooms that I should not have been in. I, I mean, I, I got to be, I got a chance to hang out with Pat Summit, Bruce Pearl, uh, Peyton Manning, the mayor of Knoxville, the governor of Tennessee, all in a suite while watching a volunteer game. And was I that the Memphis, um, was that one versus two, Memphis versus Tennessee, Derrick Rose versus Tennessee, when Bruce Pearl did that to me in the interview? No, no, this was a long time ago. It was a football game. Okay. But I do appreciate what <laughs> Wait, I, I, wait! I, I, I don't remember what happened because I, I wait. Hold on, what it happened, what, Aaron? Real quickly, what did he do? One versus two, uh, Memphis Calipari and Derrick Rose versus Volunteers. It was in Memphis. I remember Justin was there, and uh, they did a great job. They did a great job in the first half, shutting down Derrick Rose. And I got Bruce Pearl going off, and uh, I just said, "Hey, what have you done to Derrick Rose? He's just he hasn't done anything in this game." He goes. We're holding him, getting to him, kind of like this. And he grabbed me, (laughs) (laughs) pretended he was guarding me. And I was like, okay. And it was like all over YouTube. Similar to 50 Cent's experience with you. (laughs) That's insane. I couldn't even imagine your guys' life, by the way. I couldn't even imagine. Half the time, my reaction doesn't help the situation. It wasn't that bad. I just wasn't expected to be like him doing it, like a tutorial on how they're guarding Derrick Rose (laughs) and holding it. You know what I mean? Anyway, back to your rooms. No, 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 no. I was about to say because you also got the. I mean, you've been yelled at on the the grandest. I mean, you. Oh yeah, that was hot. Legendary (laughs) moments. I mean, now I'm starting. Are we alluding to Richard Sherman? I believe we are. Yeah, that was, I just, I just when you saw that happen, what did you think, Pat? Well, I just, I was like, wow, like this is, uh, this is real life right now. Yeah. This is actually happening. And then I knew, I I lived on the internet. I knew, you know, like as soon as, as soon as something like that happens, I thought you crushed it as you always do. 
But didn't you think so like it was awesome to see a guy just he clearly didn't like Michael Crabtree just freaking go off. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, to it's, like get modern day, right? it's kind of why Aaron talks about being able to do the show every Tuesday. It's like, yeah, all the can stage robotic. And this is no offense to you two because you two are network robotic. superstars as you should. No, you're not robotic. You're network superstars. But the networks used to pick and choose what stories are being told, how people are being depicted. Who's going to be a star? Who's not going to be a star? What's going to be said? What's not going to be said? Now it's just completely different world where we don't even have to. You can just go right to the source. And Tom Brady, somebody that very much understands that, he utilizes his social media oh, yeah. better than a lot of people that have ever played in sports. You look across the NBA, it's obviously a real thing. Aaron Rodgers getting a chance. I mean, it is. It's a new world. And to be clear, I don't think that is because of you know, the fact of how you guys go about doing business. I just think it's the modern world at this point. Yeah. And you, to your point, you get a chance to bring out some of these real moments with people because how, how comfortable everybody is with old Aaron Andrews, with EA. Old. Hey, EA being old. out there, people get comfortable. Old. It was oh, it was OL. It was the, it, there's no D on the end of that. Wait, I interrupted oh, your story no. though, Pat. What are you Pat? talking about, Aaron? No, no, no. I want no, to ask about, because uh, we're going to talk to him tomorrow wednesday whenever that is aaron wednesdays with maury tuesdays with maury whatever you call it <laughs> uh, i want to ask please did you give him a hard time is that the first thing on your mind when someone's flicking you off i still own you i still that's the first thing yeah tell like, him i'm plugging my mind, computer mine would be like suck it i still own you oh i love it i i think um i think he was probably told i didn't ask him about the whole thing you know i, I mean we not? talked about we talked about it. We did the whole thing. And he said that he kind of just blacked out, kind of snapped and went into his thing. I assume he was told about his stats in this game and what the record is. Because whenever he talked to us about yeah. it, he said before Farvey is how he gets into it. Before oh, yeah. Farvey, the Bears dominated this series. And this is a legendary series that goes back like 100 years. It's one of the only real rivalries left. So I like the fact that Aaron still cherishes the rivalry because that's kind of like old school. hundred years, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, but it's kind of old school, you know, because players are getting signed on Wednesday and Thursday playing in this game on Sunday and they're like, hey, this is a big rivalry game. And a lot of guys are like, hey, I'm just trying to get fucking paid for it. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to do my job. The fact that Aaron still views that rivalry yeah. as it is and one as passionate as what I loved it personally. But I, I don't know if I'd ever be able to say it to anybody or anything except for Maybe, no, I wouldn't even say it to my dogs because they own me most. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm just happy I'm not in a situation where I would ever have to say that. Speaking of your pups, one more time, can you let us know what Sam's charity is so we can make sure that we participate and plug that? Fur the brand, F-U-R-T-H-E-B-R-A-N-D. So it's perfect. A, um, it's a, uh, what's that called? It's a full thing. It's an actual thing. There's a, there's a, a category of foundation. She's she's done all the paperwork. She's gone through the entire. I mean, she is all in on this, and I'm Amazing. so incredibly happy for her and proud of her. And I think it's really going to do good shit. Well, we are huge fans of yours and now of hers for the work that she's doing, but also being married to you. What a prize, uh, Pat McAfee. I want to meet those her. of you that don't know the Pat McAfee Show Monday through Friday, twelve to three, Sirius XM, as well as YouTube. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and we appreciate your candidness. Yes, a scholar. That's what it says on Wikipedia, scholar. No, no, no. So that's where that Wikipedia Me, Steve Jobs, Albert Einstein, and Ye West, all college dropouts. But 
I learn from incredible people in this business like you two. Thank you so much oh. for the opportunity to join. Oh, yay. Pat, we appreciate you. We could talk oh. for hours. Thank you, friend. Thank I you still guys. own you, Pat. Yeah, I know. It feels like no. it. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Love you. you. Thank you. Yep, thank you. Keys and peace the rest Keys of the show. Keys and peace. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.